0: All right, before I get to my next guest, Tom Patrick, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Positive Vibes Golf. Give them a follow online at positivevibesgolf.com and on Twitter at Key Vibes Golf. Their head covers and putter covers are a very unique way. Talk about keeping your mind positive. Well, these guys, these things are going to do it. They're a great on-course training aid because you're going to put positive, happy images in your mind. Every time you walk back to your bag and you see the head covers, you're going to smile. See why I say that by going online to Positive Vibes Golf and give him a follow on Twitter, P-Vibes Golf. All right, now back again with me on the French League Resort guest line is our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry. As you guys know, one of the top instructors in the game is Tom. You can visit him and improve your game by going to Esplanade Golf and Country Club down in Naples, Florida. You can sign up for video golf lessons through the V1 video app Or send him a question on his website at uh, TomPatry.com, T-A-T-R-I, so TomPatry.com. You can also subscribe to his newsletter on there as well. Tom is also a member of the uh, Titleist Leadership Advisory Board. He was a two-time first-team All-American at Florida Southern, won the Division II National Championship in 1981, inducted into their Sports Hall of Fame in 2004, and always a privilege having him as part of the show tonight. Hey, T.P., how are you, my friend?
1: Crusty boy! <laughs> How are you, TP? First of all, two things. You told me I was coming on at 8:45. What time is it right now?
0: I don't know. I don't have a clock in here. I, I, stopped, I stopped looking yeah, at yeah, clocks yeah. on this show.
1: I, I'm sure. It, well, it's 9:05. It's, it's so you get a two-shot penalty. That's first thing. Okay. Oh, you're and putting so, in the clock, TP? Uh, Two o'clock. You know, it's not a two-minute warning. You're 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 in the wrong day. You're almost on, you're almost out of time. <laughs> and number two, and number two, that 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 segment, Richard Zokal, was excellent. But I, I don't think it can help you. And I hope he doesn't beta test that on you. He'll be out of business. In the <laughs> what do you say, Tom? <laughs> He'll be out of business in the first month he uses you as a beta <laughs> test. He has, to use, he has to pick his, he has to pick his people a little more carefully. He uses you. He's in trouble. Wow. You Knows up up the creek. Yeah. So let's let's go from there. Yeah. Now where do you want to go from there? <laughs> where exactly do you want to go from
0: there? I don't know how to recover from that one. I gotta I gotta get the arrow <laughs> out of my back, but uh, I'll see if I can carry on. Um, Tom, here's something I I want to get your perspective on, and on behalf of you and and all the wonderful PG and LPGA professionals around the country, with all the craziness that we've got going on right now with the coronavirus and everybody's afraid to touch one another or get within six feet of each other. Uh, I got to imagine that we've got some some lonely practice tees right now. I mean, I think one of the things we lose sight of is uh, our PG and LPGA professionals are essentially like small businesses. And if we're afraid to go out of our houses, you guys are the ones that are going to really suffer in the game of golf. How do you deal with what's going on right now?
1: Well, before I, t- before I sing my songs of woe, let me put this in perspective our health our well-being as a nation as as a planet as a people is far 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 more important than than if i give a golf lesson tomorrow or anybody else gives a golf lesson tomorrow um i think we're living in very very scary times right now chris it's uh yeah you know, it's like a bad movie it's um and it, and if it was a movie it'd be a sci-fi and we wouldn't believe it anyway. Um, this is a really uh, incredible thing that's going on right now in, in a, in a really negative way. Um, so fir- first my wishes go out to everybody out there. My thoughts and prayers every morning start with, with all you guys and you know, with all my friends and all my family and people I've never laid eyes on. I, I think it's uh you know, our, our health and well being is more important than, than, than my lesson book anytime. But that said, I'll give you an example how it's going for for this business right now. In the last 72 hours between tomorrow morning and June 1, I've had $15,000 worth of cancellations for golf schools. Oh. So yeah, that's, 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 you know, for, for, for a one man show, uh, you know, and, and it's, and that's early, it's actually 72 hours. So let's, let's take this out maybe 14 days from now, where will I be? Um, and, and I'm not feeling sorry for myself, Chris, don't get me wrong, because, I'm sure all my brethren are going through the same thing, both on the male and female side, to teach this wonderful game. I'm sure I'm not an isolated case. My my teaching partner down here, who you know, Gail Graham, I I, I texted her this morning when she wasn't on the tier early. She usually always there bright and early. I said, Gail, where are you today? She said, my entire day canceled. So wow. that that's that's what's going on out here. Um, you know, I. I'll get up tomorrow morning. Right now, tomorrow is um, right now. Tomorrow is sold out. Thank goodness, knock on wood. But I could, I could imagine getting up tomorrow morning at 5:45, my normal wake up time, and, and I could have four or five text messages that say, you know, Pro, I hope you understand, but I'm I'm not coming. And and normally, when people do that the same day, they they own that time. But in these times, I I can't do that. I can't I can't hold people. You know to the fire right now. I mean, it, I understand that they're having a lot of second thoughts and a lot of apprehension. And, and uh, I, Chris, I, 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 have a thing. I think there's a very strong possibility that my summer doesn't happen this year. Um, I, I wow. think that's, that might sound dramatic right now. It might sound a little too dramatic, but I think that's on the table that my summer could fail to exist this summer. Um, and and as an independent contractor, and 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 that's you know I'm kind of like the dentist. If somebody if there's nobody in my chair, I'm not filling up, putting a filling in, I'm not getting paid. Um, that could be um, that could be quite a setback. Yeah, to
0: to that end, Tom, and that, and that that's all lost revenue for you and your peers. It's not like a a tournament that could get rescheduled. It's not like something that no, might that, happen later on no, that's in the something. year. That's yeah, that's. That's all gone. That's
1: that's, 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 that's not extremely that. you don't, you don't, difficult. You don't make that. I'll give you an example of what I did. The, the schools that have canceled so far, I take, a, I take a non-refundable deposit, you know, in the case that somebody kind of does the wrong thing. And in all those cases, I've extended that credit for a year um, because I just think that's what you do in cases like this. So they won't lose their deposit and they'll be able to use it next year, which is even kind of worse for me because... Now next year they're rescheduled I've waited a year It's somebody that I can't book next season you know in those whatever times they take so right that's almost like a double that's almost like a double hurt um but again you know the the well being and and the reason all these people canceled so far by the way I just want to make everybody make, make it clear to everybody is all those people for gospels were flying in from somewhere else and they were scared to get on an airplane so how could I not How could I not do the right thing by those people? If that was my own family, my own wife, my own son, would I understand them not getting on an airplane? I certainly would. And I'll go a step further. So two mornings ago, when I got two of these text messages about two consecutive golf schools, I got one text message at 7 o'clock and one text message at 7.10. So I said, boy, my my day's starting out pretty good here. I lost two golf schools back-to-back in 20 minutes. My my wife's phone then rang, and, and she got n- a news that her her brother in Dallas was critically ill and dying. So we had a oh nice my. seven to seven, nice seven to seven thirty period two to three days ago, and that's way our week started. You know, so <laughs> I mean, um, again, you know, that's called life. You know, it's all part of what goes on, and and we're all going through it right now. I'm not alone. You're not alone in this. <laughs> There's 29,000 PGA members out there across the country that are going through the same thing. I think you're going to see golf courses close. I think you're going to see. Um, I think you're going to see. I, I heard. A, I don't. I haven't substantiated this, but I, I just heard a a tale the other day that I can't mention the name because I haven't substantiated it. That a very very prominent golf course in the Northeast the other day closed their front gates, which haven't been closed in 30 years, and padlocked them and put a notice on. Nobody on the property till further notice under any circumstances Wow so i think I think if this thing gets a little bit more out of hand, it looks like it's heading in that direction uh-huh. I, I and god i I'm not wishing this but I think you could see I think you could see the golf season put on the golf season, not the p g a tour, our golf season possibly put on hold this summer because. I think these clubs, from a liability standpoint, are really worried about their liability. Do you think,
0: from a PGA Tour perspective, LPGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, and the Symmetri- are, are all of those seasons? You think right now, really seriously, in in uh, in jeopardy that we may not see golf until who knows
1: when? I think that's a strong possibility, Chris. How's that for sure an answer? I think that I think yeah. that. Um, if we don't get our collective medical minds wrapped around this thing pretty quickly, I think that's a real possibility. You know, let's, let's, you know, let's not feel sorry for the PJ tour or the LPJ tour. Let's, let's, we can talk about Major League Baseball. We can talk about the NHL. We can talk about the NBA. We can talk about March Madness. But you know what, Chris, back to my original statement. Is that what's really important mm-hmm. right now? I mean, I, I had a, I had a dinner scheduled last week. With a very dear friend of mine here in Naples, who I hadn't seen, he was down visiting uh, for for a month and a half, renting an apartment down here. He Who's 81 years old, is a dear friend of mine. And he's had some health problems, and I called him in the morning of the day we we're supposed to have dinner. Denise and, and I were supposed to go have dinner with him. I said to him, "Vin, we we can't have dinner with you tonight because I don't know with all the people I've been around, I don't know if I'm not a carrier, and your health is compromised, and I could kill you." I could literally come to have dinner with you, and I could kill you. Yeah. I could infect you and kill you. And and he and you know, eighty-one years old. He he's a, he's a he's a great soul, good guy. And he didn't really understand it. And He said, "No, Tom, why don't you just wash your hands and come over?" I said, "No, Vin, that's not the way it works." You know, and I and I said, "I, I can't come over." And he really didn't. He didn't really understand. You know, I mean, he really didn't. So cause there's a lot of people out there. It's incredible that have not really wrapped their hands and arms and collective minds around this yet. And I'm standing. I'm standing in the post office the other day, and the guy behind me is talking to the woman behind me, and he says, "Yeah, this whole thing's a hoax." And I'm like, "Wow. I mean, there's a segment of the population out there that doesn't believe this is real, that it's a hoax, and it's just a political game of some kind, and they are absolutely ignoring all the things that the medical community is suggesting that they do to take precautions. So you have a segment of the population." that's not participating in being safe right now. And that segment of the population could cause this thing to really get out of hand. So to answer your question yeah. in a very long winded way, this, this year could be put on hold on all fronts. Tom, let's, let's switch
0: it up. Let's, let's find a happy place and then and, and talk about okay, some good so. stuff. Uh, I'm ready. Um, I want to take you back to your Division Two National Championship victory in '81 <laughs> when you were at Florida Southern, playing for Charlie Madlock. We're going to go all the way back, TP. Wow, you wow. won that it, that individual championship by six strokes over your teammate Five. Mike uh, Mike Kamalski, I believe is name. Five. Five? Five? I thought Five, it was six. six. Five. Take me back to that victory, and you know, for a lot of guys. We've seen big leads evaporate. Right? We've seen we've seen Greg Norman blow a big lead. We've seen Jordan Spieth uh Spieth blow a big lead. You had a big lead, you held on to it. Talk about what it was like being a kid that's, you know, in your teens, I'm guessing you were somewhere nineteen ish years old, winning that event and holding on to a big lead.
1: Well, I, I think the fact that you're comparing me winning the NCAA Division II national championship in 1981 to Greg Norman and Nick Faldo at the Masters shows just how insane you really are. Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which us gets back <laughs> to why Richard didn't give me the, uh, the app, but
1: exactly, that's exactly. okay. There you go. Now you now now you understand, right? So I hope I hope <laughs> the people out there are laughing their asses off, you know, in their collective living rooms listening to this. So. Well, so I'll answer it this way. To understand that lead and that victory, we have to go back to 1980, the year before, where I led for the first, the second, and the third rounds of the same national championship the year before. I don't know if you know this or not, Chris, but I was the third round leader going to, you know, going to the fourth round the year before, the same national championship. And I got to very hard golf course, playing very difficult the last day. I mean, really, par is a great score, and I got to the 16th tee of the last round, and I was even par for the day and playing pretty well considering the conditions. And Charlie Matlock, God rest his soul, came up to me on the 16th tee, and he said to me, "Do you know? Do you want to know how you stand?" And and I, and Chris, I got to tell you, I I, I had a three shot lead starting the day uh, in 1980, and I felt like. You know, there were no scoreboards back then in Division Two golf. And I had to imagine I was still leading by a couple, and I said, Sure, how do I stand? He said, You're two behind. And I and I kind of shook wow. myself, like, What'd you say? He said, You're two behind. Paul Perini from Troy State shot sixty, six day, three groups ahead of you. He's got you by two, he's in the clubhouse. So the sixteenth was a par five with an island green. And my game plan for the entire tournament was to to drive it out there and lay it up and hit a wedge shot in. And that last round, I hit a really good drive and I got down there and I was right on the go number, but my, my, my philosophy for the whole tournament had been to lay up. And I said, well, <laughs> I got three holes to play and I'm two back. I, I got to go here. I got to make something happen. I knocked it on the green and two putted for birdie. And I was one back and the 17th hole was a par three island green coming back the other way. And I hit it to a foot and made another birdie. And now I'm tied. So I'm standing on 18 T back to even again. And I hit a cut off the tee on a dog leg left, and it kind of took a kick on the right side of the fairway. And I thought it was fine. And I get down there, and it had kicked pretty hard right, and it had gotten into the tree line, just the edge of the tree line. And I had, back then, it doesn't happen anymore, right? We have hybrids now, but I had a two- or three-iron shot, and I had to hit this big carve, carve shot around these trees. And I carved it out right in the upslope in front of the green. And it was a two-tier green, and the pin was on the back tier. and I chipped it up there to about three and a half feet. And I I hate telling the story, but I hit it. I hit a really good putt right in the center of the face, and it was dead center, half the ball hanging over the front of the hole, short looking in, and I I lose by one. I finished second. So that sets up 1981. So do you know who, Chris, do you know who Buddy Alexander is? I do not. So Buddy Alexander just retired a few years back. He was the, the, uh, long time coach at the University of Florida. Um, you know, Camila Vijagas and Brian Gay and, and Billy Horschel and all those guys played for him. Buddy won two national championships at Florida. Well, when I got to Florida Southern, he was living there and playing professional golf. And not that he, not that he taught me how to play golf, but we spent a lot of time together. He was a very positive influence on me while I was at Florida Southern and, In 1981, I was leading after the third round again, and my phone rang in my hotel room, I'll never forget, about 10 o'clock the night before the last round. I picked up the phone, he said, he said, TP? I said, yeah, he said, it's Buddy. I said, Bud, what's going on? He goes, well, you had the third round lead last year, and you screwed it up. Don't screw it up tomorrow, and he hung up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I and I just had to start laughing because we had a kind of relationship where that was the kind of things he said to each other and he called basically just to loosen me up because he knew I was probably tight as a drum. And and then my mindset going into the last round was, you know what, how many people have a chance to win a national championship, let alone two chances in two years? This is not gonna happen again. And my attitude was, you know what? It's not gonna happen again. And that was my attitude. And the last round turned kind of bad weather and kind of played really hard. And uh, the scores were not going to be low. And it was one of those golf courses. It was a long, nasty golf course with deep rough and fast greens. And it was kind of a just hit it out there and gouge it and get it up and down and just grind your way around. And it turns out the last round I was paired with Paul Perini, the guy who had shot 66 the the year before to beat me. And we were paired together, which made it even more ironic. And there was a turning point in the ninth hole where I had about a five or six footer for par and he had knocked it in a hazard and made a double. And I knocked it in for par and it was a two shot swing right there. It gave me a cushion and, and, you know, as they say, the rest is history, but it was just a, it was a mindset. It was like, you know, nobody gets two chances at this thing. It's not going to happen again. I learned my lesson last year, Let's let, you know, par, you know, whatever, whatever I thought was good enough, isn't good enough. Let's just keep going.
0: And. Tom Patrick isn't the only great alumni player from Florida Southern the guys like no, Rocco Mediate played there. Talk about, did, did you have an opportunity to you know, whether it's at an alumni event or along the way to, to talk to Jansen and Mediate?
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, Charlie Mallock, God rest his soul. Just, you know, people don't appreciate what he did at that division two school. You know, we, uh, we played almost, you could do this back then, you can't do it anymore. We played almost a completely Division One schedule until we got to our regional tournament. So, truth what he did back then, Chris, was he created a mindset that we played on a weekly basis. We played against Florida and Florida State and Georgia and Alabama and Wake Forest and, and LSU and Texas and Tennessee and Auburn and, you know, I can go on and on, Ohio State. And we played against some great Oklahoma State, some great schools. As a little Division II school, and by the way, we had a team that was was very competitive with those schools in those days. It was unheard of for a Division II school to be that competitive. Um, and if you look at the alumni, it was, like you said, Lee Jantzen, two-time U.S. Open champion. Rocco Mediate takes Tiger to multiple extra holes in the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Marco Dawson wins the British Senior Open. Um you know, the, the the alumni list there is pretty long in story, that he that he got these guys to go to this little Division II school in Lakeland, Florida. Uh, I think he had something like 83 first-team All-Americans. Um, I don't know. I think they've won 13 national championships now. Charlie passed away a couple years ago. Um, so, yeah, I, I do keep in touch with some of those guys. Rocco still spends some time in Naples. I see him. Marco I keep in touch with a little bit. He's on the, you know, on the senior tours, as is Lee. I don't see Lee as much. There's a young man named Ralph Howe who's actually a minister in Orlando now who won the Pub Links uh, and played in the Masters, played at Florida Southern. Um, so I, I keep in touch with a lot of these guys that were kind of my era or just behind me. And and actually I was asked to go up there by Lee White, the new head, new head coach there this year, and I spent the day with both the men's and women's teams this year. So I spent some time back there and try to give back to that program. Um, it, it's a hell of a little school. Lakeland's a great little town. Um, it's a Methodist school. The United Methodist Church is based in Lakeland, Florida, so it's kind of their little crown jewel, and they, they, they take a lot of pride in the school. It's a wonderful old Frank Lloyd Wright campus. Um, it's a cool place. It's got a great baseball heritage. Uh It's got a pretty decent basketball heritage. As a matter of fact, my senior year, Chris, we won national golf. I won the individual. We won the team also. We won national basketball and national baseball in the same year. How's that? Wow. Yeah, that's a heck yeah. of a year. And that was so much fun. I mean, because the, the baseball players supported the golfers, the golfers went to baseball games, the basketball players went to baseball games, the baseball players went to basketball games, we all kind of sat together. Uh it was a real it was a big, small school and uh and we really you know, we really supported one another. Um it was a great it's still a great environment. It's a great, great environment. And Lee White, his the coach in our does an awesome job. Uh, to watch the name John Vanderland, who's playing on the Corn Ferry Tour right now, he came out last year, uh, and, he's, and he's he's kicking ass right now on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's, he's off to a very good start. If I'm not mistaken, he's in the top 15 money winners right now. Um, so they continue to produce very, very good players.
0: Tom, I want to get a couple of playing lessons tonight before I let you go. And and you've posted a video of Sevi hitting some, that looks like wedge shots out on the driving range and what a beautiful rhythmic fluid swing he had how can we try to develop some of that nice rhythmic tempo in our swings like we saw in uh, in the swing that Seve had
1: i think we got to stop watching tv so we have a good chance right now to take a break because there's no tour on tv right now and we've got to get out of the mindset as recreational players that the only thing that matters is distance we don't pr- possess The physical capabilities of Adam Scott, you know, of whoever you want to talk about today, who hit some, you know, some of these kids hit a mile. As a recreational player, whether we're 30, 40, or 50, or 60 years old, you know, we don't play golf eight days a week, 25 hours a day, 366 days a year. We've got to hit the golf ball in the middle of the club face. We've got to make balanced golf swings. And we've got to get out of the mindset that, you know, the only thing that matters at our home club at 5,200, 6,300 yards is distance because it doesn't. We've got to hit the ball in play. We've got to hit the ball on around the green, and we've got to chip and putt at a higher level. And those swings of Seve I posted for a reason. You saw the quote I had there about tempo and what a beautiful arm swing it was and balance. Um, the recreational player plays golf, in my estimation, a very high percentage of the time out of balance because they're swinging too hard at the golf ball for their physical capabilities. So consequently, they do not hit the center of the club face, and they do not hit very good shots, and they find themselves in very difficult positions. The mindset's got to change for the recreational player.
0: Tom, let's talk about the very basic fundamentals of the the golf swing, and I want to get a tip on how we know that we or how can we check to make sure in our takeaway – that we are on the right plane? You've got a wonderful tool, I know, at your golf school, but is there something that we can be doing to make sure, just sort of in our practice swings and our setup and our takeaway, that we're getting the club back on the right plane?
1: You know, and and, and that's a great question, Chris. I think most people don't even understand what what they mean by, what a a teacher means by on-plane or off-plane. So if you can picture in a very simple way that every club in your bag is built on an incline, uh, we call it a lie angle, um, you know, whether it's your wedge or your driver, it's on a particular incline or a particular lie angle. And if you could picture turning that club upside down in the dress and pointing it through the center of your chest out, out the middle of your back on the same incline that is in front of you on the ground, that's the plane of your golf swing. And we've got to move the club around our body in that exact inclination, if you will, and return it to that place at that point we call impact. Um, and most people come out of the starting gates and almost are immediately off plane because they don't understand, they don't have a picture in their head of what plane is. So that, that device you're talking about at my golf schools, I built a very, very, it's really, very, very crude. It's a plane board and I've got adjustable legs on it. So I can kind of tilt that board any, in any inclination I want. So what I do with people is I walk them over to it and I'll lay their seven iron against it or their driver against it or their five iron against it or whatever it is. And I'll put the the board, I'll tilt the board to the exact incline or lie angle of of their golf club. And then I'll take the golf club and I'll turn it upside down and lay it against the board on an upward inclination at the top of the board and show them that at the top of their backswing, the club should be on a similar inclination. And they kind of go, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that that kind of stayed that way throughout the golf swing. So that's on plane. And then I make, I make, I'll purposely take the club and I'll I'll tilt the club in my hands so it doesn't match the incline of the board, either in, a, in, a, in a, what you would call a flatter manner or a more vertical manner, and say that's above plane and that's below plane. So I think the first thing you have to do is understand what plane looks like. You have to have a visual inclination of what plane looks like to understand it and then how it's going to orbit your body based on the posture you prepare to hit the shot in. Did I do that okay, Chris? Is that picture? Is that a good picture? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great picture. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. So, I don't, CP, I don't think this is where I would. Go ahead. I don't think people have that picture, Chris. I think it's important that you know the most famous picture. And we all, I think, we've all seen this picture. I'm, I'm sure you have. We've all seen that picture of Ben Hogan's plane of glass from his Five Fundamentals. Right? I, I, th- right. I think most people should take. They should take that picture to their home printer. And print out on a piece of paper and then blow it up and laminate it. And you should stick it on their bathroom mirror and look at it every morning.
0: That's good advice. Interesting. i have to try that. I got to start rudimentary, right? I got to, you know, let's, yeah, let's absolutely. Right. Let's start right. out right. easy. Right. TP, this is the place where I would ask you about how our, how our folks can stay up to date with you. Um, I know with all the struggles, but I know you're still doing some other stuff. For our listeners who might hesitate, want to come out in public or get on the the practice range you do some video stuff too right
1: yeah and and you know chris it's funny you should say that because i've given out a lot of thought the last two days about ramping that up and 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 offering a lot of special pricing which is probably going to come come out this week so they can they can check in with me by emailing me at tpatriotmindspring.com but i'm I'm probably going to make that a very 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 affordable option for people right now in light of what's going on not so much because it's going to I'm going to drive a lot of income from it because I'm not. i going to price it so cheaply, but just so people can have something to do with their golf game and get some information if they need it. They can find me on the uh, on V1 online academies. They can scroll down on the uh, on the teacher list and, and, and choose me and then send me video. Um, I would tell you basically right now, anybody that, that emails me a video and tags it, Corona, will get all that pricing and half price right now based on the On the T special via Chris Mascaro.
0: There you go. There you yeah. go. From a video perspective, so if, if folks want to send you video and they, and, you, and they go out through the V1 app and all that sort of thing, talk about what right. angle and what view you want to see so that you can really give them good feedback based on what you're, what you're seeing. Is it behind? That's a perpendicular? Where do you want to see their golf swing?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Chris. I want two views. Every time you send me a view of a particular golf club, the same golf club the Seven Iron, for example, I want a face-on view. We call that the caddy view, very square to you, face-on. It's important that I don't lose the club head in any part of the video, so you have to be a little wider so I can see the club head orbit your body completely. And then the down-the-line view from behind, I would want the camera right on your hand line. Uh, and again, I don't want to lose the club head at any juncture of the video. Um, and, and feel free to send it through. And when you send it through, um, it'll be tagged with your, obviously, your email. Send me a simultaneous email to me and say, Hey, Tom, I just sent it through. My name is so and so. My email address is this. So you're going to be getting a video from me. And I, uh, I heard you on, on the T. And would you offer me the half price special? Um, the first video, I'll go even a step further, Chris. Every first video you're, that you're listening to send in, every first one is free. Wow. There you go. Appreciate that yeah. time. Yeah. And here, here's the you're, you're not getting off no, no, you're not getting off the radio tonight, okay, off this podcast tonight without, without us talking about baseball. Okay? 'Cause my What's my yeah, there is no baseball. Yeah, exactly. As your heart is broken, so <laughs> is mine. I mean I, I I can't believe um you know, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna feel sorry for myself. I can't believe no masters I can't believe no March Madness, which is my favorite of all time, and then of course, right in the middle of spring training, they shut it down, and I'm I'm looking for some spring training games to go to, and 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 we don't we don't have any of that. I mean, I, I it's just I don't want me I mean to harp on it, but it's incredible to me. It's like the world the world has stood still. It's really eerie.
0: Yeah, you no, know, and you I know? was talking to Jane Geddes about this at the top of the show, but it, I I feel like we're it's like a hundred years ago, right? you the, the only you couldn't watch any there were no sports on t v you sort of got newsreel stuff back in the you know the nineteen tens and twenties and and uh and, and even you you know you don't have to go back all that far to remember a time when the only part of the masters you got to see was the last few holes on sunday right. so right. I feel like we're we're kinda we don't even get that right. now right because of everything's right. on hold, but yeah, this is a very eerie there's like nothing. I, you know, yeah. on, the, on the upside, I'm watching a heck of a lot of the 2004 Red Sox uh, run through the, <laughs> the postseason.
1: Oh, you have those happy here memories. Here we go. Uh, and, I knew you know, that was coming. So. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. There we go. Yeah,
0: we get to watch the, the greatest choke the greatest choke oh. in sports history.
1: So that's, oh. that's my oh. spot. You know, something. <laughs> Here I am trying to throw you a bone. I'm trying to throw you a bone, to help you out, and you come back with you come back with a dagger, uh, a dagger. <laughs> hey, by, hey, by the way, just 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 to touche you, you got a little gift coming in the mail. It should arrive any day now. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. so now your friend here's your friend Tom doing something nice for you, and you want to take a shot at me right away. You see how it is?
0: <laughs> see, you see that? Hey, See? we're going to bookend it. I got the I got the knife in my back at the start of this this interview a conversation, and now I'm going to give it right hope, back to you on the way I out.
1: Hope, I hope when that present comes in the mail and you open it up, you feel really bad about taking that shot at me tonight. <laughs> I hope you feel really bad.
0: <laughs> I won't. I won't. I promise you yeah, not. I know
1: you will. I know you will. I
0: know you will. <laughs> TP, you're the best, my friend. Uh, hopefully. Uh, we have better things to talk about in a couple of weeks. We got a light at the end of the tunnel and you know, life kind of gets back to at least on the track to being more normal in between now and then, my friend. I hope I hope the videos start coming through and uh, you can start doing some of that stuff uh, and uh, certainly a good health to uh, to you and the missus. And, uh, you know, be safe, my friend.
1: Chris, to you and your family and all your listeners out there, everybody's tuned in and, and follows you and as they should follow you. um Everybody out there is in my thoughts and prayers every day. And uh, let's get through this together. And uh, there's got to be better times ahead. Keep the faith. Thanks for having me on, pal. That's right.
0: All right, my friend. Take care. All the best to you and your family. We'll catch up soon. Thanks, Chris. That's the great Tom Patry. P-A-T-R-I, TomPatry.com. Folks, go on there if if you're sort of hesitant and want to You, you say, look, I, I got to work on my game here, right? I can't, I can't be a recluse now. Uh, but uh, maybe you're not comfortable getting out on the practice tees and that sort of thing, and you're worried about crowds and all of that. And again, like Tom says, we want everyone to be healthy and be safe out there. Do the video thing. Get get Tom your video, and again, first one free, right? So get Tom your video and have him critique and, and give you some pointers and some tips, and then go from there. You know, whether that's your you're in your backyard, if if you do have a a, a large practice range nearby where we can keep our social distance, right? Everyone's six feet. And uh, you, you can get that social distance and go out and hit some golf balls and get the instruction from a guy like Tom. Your your game is going to thank you for it. Whenever we're ready to get back out on the golf course, if you've got video lessons from Tom Patrick, he's going to improve every part of your game. You know, you know, Tom, short game, short game, short game, right? So he's going to help you improve that. He's going to help you improve off the tee. And I'm sure he'll help you improve on your putting. Tom's a, a heck of a putting instructor. So improve all of that stuff while you're gearing up and we're waiting for all of this to pass. TomPatri.com, P-A-T-R-I. He's absolutely the best. All right, folks, time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the T. My sincere thanks go out to Jane Gettys, Richard Zoko, and Tom Patri tonight. Please check out our website, NextOnTheT.net, to keep up with who our guest schedule or what our guest scheduler looks like and who we've got joining us. You can stream us on a number of great podcasting sites and apps. Podcast.co. Those guys, fantastic for what they're helping us do with the show. Podbean. Can't thank those guys enough. Download the Podbean app. You can take us with you everywhere you go. They're featuring us right there on the app in the golf section. Really appreciate them. Launchpad.com, Spotify, iHeart, Audioboom, Player.fm. If you've got a favorite site with podcasts, we're probably on it. Folks, I can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show again this week and making us a part of your golfing content. We appreciate you guys very much. If you enjoy the show, please tell all your friends to give us a listen. We appreciate the spread of spreading the word, it means a lot to us. And until next week, hit them straight, my friends.